Hello everyone, welcome to Type Talks. Today we have Dave and we have Daniel, and they're going to shed some light on the differences between ISTP and ESTP. So Dave, what do you think are the differences between ISTP and ESTP? <laughs> um, it's hard to tell just by interacting with them. I, I feel like we're definitely brothers or maybe cousins. Like uh, the ESTPs that I've met, it's always been like a very natural fit, and I don't think there's a lot of um, like discrepancies there. Um, ESTPs feel and just anecdotally feel a bit more bold to me, and they feel a bit more like um, they definitely feel more chill. I think, and they're like definitely willing to take more risks than I would. I think, um, yeah, and I think having like their sort of their um, TI and FE as their second and third function, they are definitely more comfortable in like social situations than I would be for sure. Um, yeah, and. Um, just a lot. I feel like ISTPs are a bit more nerdy. I feel like that's that's one of the one of the differences. I think, um, whereas ESTPs are a bit more like the cool guy. They're more of the cool guy than we are. I think. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm good. With it. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, do you have any commentary on what Dave said? I mean, I agree. I think um, if you look at it, probably it's because with them leading with. TI versus SE, it's more about really getting to know the specific details and reasons why and how things work before acting on it. Whereas with ESTPs being leading with SE, we're all about, let's just get to the action and I'll use my TI to fill in as needed, right? So it's it's more about the action versus the knowledge. Um, and, and then you just flip it for the ISTP. But like Dave said, I think um, one of the benefits, if you get these pairs together and they're working and they're encouraged to use their strengths, they're almost an unstoppable force because you have the accuracy and the understanding and knowledge of how things work behind it, um, you know, from the ISTPs. And then you have that, like, um, understanding of it with it being secondary for ESTPs. But ESTPs are then going to be, like, all about taking action on that information and ISTPs have no problem keeping up on that activity and physical scale. So, um, you know, it is a really, really uh, fun fit, really, because I think they help each other kind of see the differences that they might miss out on with their leading functions and just complement each other well with them. That's amazing. You guys mentioned how like ESTPs have a slight slant towards proactivity um, or like experimentation, like direct, just immediate. Um, while the ISTP might like contemplate it a little more. Um, so that's interesting. Dave, do you have anything to add to that? <laughs> <clears throat> um, no, I don't have much to add. I think that was pretty pretty spot on. I agree with. with you guys are said. so succinct that you guys like summed it up in like three minutes. With it's the... okay. You don't have an easy job to work with. That's that high TI level right so... there. The TI and the NI is just gets to the point. Wow. <laughs> Absolutely. So with ESTPs, they have a they're a little more opportunistic, or maybe like they're more about seizing the moment as it comes, like more quickly, like immediacy. Uh, Daniel, could you comment on that and your relationship with just taking opportunities as they flow? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, for me personally, anyway. Um, I've kind of always, my, my TI being secondary, I just pick up information along the way so that when the opportunity presents itself, I'm ready to act on it, right? It's, it's uh, my action is just like 
kind of like a race car at the starting line. It's just waiting to go, right? Like it's fueled up. It's the driver's ready. The engine's warm. It's just waiting for that green light of the opportunity to just take off. Um, and so that, that SE wanting to act, I think really drives us towards taking the opportunities when we see them, even if it's just a, a sliver or just a crack of an opportunity, it's like, yes, that will work. Um, and want to just dive head first into it. That is so true. Um, perhaps I can provide an example to the audience. Um, my mother and like my cat's about to give birth and my mom, like she noticed right away when my cat was pregnant just by the ridge of her belly or like the certain feel of my cat. And so what my mom did was like, she immediately responded and she created like this spot for the cat to give birth. And it was like just um, effortlessly, um, it's almost like, um, I'm, I don't know how you explain it. It's like a leap of action. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's like, mm -hmm. I notice that with SE users or extroverts in general, they're just so, um, like they take they take it and run with it. Like they're more quick. Mm -hmm. um, so Dave, Anyone do has... you have anything to add on that? <laughs> um, yeah, so um, yeah, as I feel like, yeah, SE is very, it tends to be very action oriented and you kind of like, I think people with that have SE like first or second function, they tend to be the first person that notices like the phone ringing or if somebody's at the door or if something happens or kind of, you just kind of respond without really thinking about it because you're so kind of in tune with what's going on around you. You can't help but just, ah, just jump at it, you know? <laughs> um, I think for ESTPs, it's a bit, probably a bit quicker because I think, um, especially for like um, taking advantage of opportunities because a lot of, it has to go through TI first. So it's like, <clears throat> I have to see, logically if it makes sense for me to do it first and then i'll jump at it but there's an extra step of like wait is this how is this going to benefit me <laughs> not that bad but like there is a little bit of that where it's like okay does this logically work with everything yeah if i just jump at this is there is this going to screw me over somehow so there is a little bit of an eye like okay if i jump at this what happens yeah, yeah. a little bit but it's yeah. still pretty similar to how like an ESTP would handle. Uh, yeah, that's a really good point about like the phone ringing or like in a small thing, like a small sound, it's like you know, you're the first person to notice it. And it's like mm -hmm. just, and then you guys are the ones to like, just like do something or something or like, mm -hmm. you're just aware of it. <laughs> sure. yeah. Um. So yeah, anything to add, Daniel? <laughs> um. Well, something just for ESTPs or SE DOMs in general to be mindful of. Um, having that, that as your top function and responding to things faster does make it feel like everybody else is going slow. And it's not necessarily intentional on their part. It's just a matter of the processing time that it takes. Um, and, you know, as an example, right, like my wife's an INFJ and she definitely needs transition time between things right like to pull her attention out of what she's been in and to reassess where she's going and getting her attention fully involved in that it's a it's a process you know it might it might not be overall very long and she can react to things in the physical sense but as far as like really changing focus it can take a minute or two to just like, okay, okay, my focus is actually going to go over here now. You know, like, um, say our one of, I mean, we've got five kids, so we almost never get a full night of sleep. Um, but one of them comes and knocks on the door. Um, if I wake up, because I'm a deep sleeper, but if I wake up, I usually will respond and act more quickly 
to that just as a, a you know in autopilot almost i might not be fully awake but my body's just moving to handle the situation yeah and i think some of that delay i think with um like with ni users compared to sc users is that like sometimes they're not looking at a situation just for like what's there for what's the right. sensory information they're kind of always taking a step and looking behind it like mm -hmm. what's the why what's the context and so when you have something like the phone ring if you sit there and think about the context, you know, you're going to have a bit of a delay of answering the phone. Whereas me, right. I'm just like, I'll answer it. Right. <laughs> yep. you know I mean? So there's like, and I've been trying to kind of force myself to be more in I like and kind of like not just look at things for kind of what the sensory is, but to also kind of like, hey, what's the context here? Or like when I'm looking at people like, okay, they said this thing. I'm aware of the thing that they said. Um, but why, why did they say that? What kind of mood were they in? What might have led to that? And sometimes my brain doesn't automatically do that. It just sees what is. And so I have to kind of force myself to look beyond things. And th that's I, my guess as to why, like, NI people have kind of a lag when it comes to sensory stuff, because they are kind of not just looking at it, but looking at everything around it as well. So. Yeah, it's almost like I'm trying to, like, figure it out, like, complete, like to mentally prepare before acting. And then it mm -hmm. causes a reaction time delay. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Um, so... Both of you guys, what is your relationship with obstacle courses? <laughs> I wonder where this question came from. <laughs> Go ahead, Dave. Do you, you want to start? Uh, well, Joyce, you already know because we talked about this a bit earlier, but I love them. They're my favorite thing to do, and one of the few things, maybe the only thing that I could do without like getting mentally drained or like you know whatever. For some reason, that's always been like, and not like a like a legitimate like full obstacle course, like these like crazy races that they have, like the Tough Mudder and stuff, but even like climbing a tree, like I don't know why that's like super fun. And it's like something to really easily engage in to where I, I'm like in like a sort of flow state because it's like, I think it's two things. For one, it's like the physical difficulty of it, but there's like, a, it's like a puzzle as well. Like when you're trying to navigate through obstacles, it also kind of engages your TI a bit. So it's like SE and TI at the same time. As far as going out and just exercising, I hate doing that. I can't go out and just run for an hour. It's really boring. I'm not into that. But there's, but with the problem-solving element, and it's not just SE, uh, then I tend to really like those things. That's, yeah, that's my relationship with like obstacle courses. That's awesome. How about you, Daniel? Uh, yeah, I would say very similar to Dave. Um, I love them. I've done two tough mutters and other various sand runs and things down here on the beach. And um, yeah, they're a lot of fun i own i don't have quite the the strength of ti that he's gonna have but i love trying to solve the problems and puzzles of your approach to the obstacle what's going to be the most efficient or effective way to clear it seeing what other people have done and maybe where their mistakes were or what the strengths were in their their methods and then trying to um, adapt it to what i know i'm capable of um, you know, and, and I think for SE users, almost anything physical that we get to do really helps kind of clear our minds and, and energize us in a way that um, doesn't happen for a lot of people. It's, it's one of those, um, you know, I can be physically exhausted and I'll be so mentally clear at that point that it's, it's almost a relief and relaxing to be that to that point. Definitely. That's... Yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I'm a little sick, so I'm sorry about my voice. 
But um, that's so interesting. I love all your examples, guys. And I just wanted to comment on the word like efficient. And it's interesting how that word is normally used for TE, but like it kind of shows how the English language is just words and that you can use it to explain many things and it can mean different things in a different context. So efficient in the context that Daniel talked about, it seemed more it was like about like understanding the simple connections between things so you can efficiently navigate for yourself. And it like, I don't know, so, but like for a TE user, I'd imagine that efficient to them means that they they want to like find a way that works for like everyone and a way to like make it efficient in, in the collective sense too. Sure. Yeah, like, like totally. Or like to translate effectively <clears throat> to the collective. Yeah, I think for them, it's they're also, I think defining efficiency and finding a solution as well. So mm -hmm. like going out to other people, externalizing, okay, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Okay, yes. great, I got it. Yeah. And it's less efficient to kind of, okay, what do I have to do? Let me think. Let's not get any outside input. Let me just think what I would do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. And then like what you said, yeah, you're, you're making it efficient for kind of everyone. Like, well, what's the way that would work for everyone to get over this obstacle? Whereas I'm thinking just like, how, how, what's the best way for me to get over the obstacle? Yes. What are my strengths yeah. or whatever? And yeah, so that's kind of, I think, um, yeah, basically what you said and plus bonus there but yeah. I, love, I love how your niti is like making it even more precise and clear and i'm like we're all making it more precise and clear as like yeah. a, a group of people with the same functions <laughs> yeah it's a good synergy yeah that's awesome so i think we touched on a lot of similarities between istps and estps but i feel like there are some ways that they're different that we haven't talked about yet so i was wondering um dave um are there any ways that you're cautious or any ways that you may have a split second of delay feedback because you're internally thinking of something or analyzing something? <clears throat> um, yeah, there's definitely like when I'm around people, there's definitely more delays, um, especially in like brainstorming sessions. That's like the last thing an ISTP wants to be involved in. <laughs> like, <it's>, just because <laughs> I, I can't keep up. Like, because the ideas for me, like I'm, I'm kind of all in on and take a lot of mental space and they take all everything like i'm completely and so i can't just like come out with just like kind of more quick and simple ideas and just shout them out i have to like sort of zone in so there's a lot of lag time with that it's like with other people there's lag time i think it's because of the separation between ti and fe one being way up here another being down here and so because you have to use both right um typically when you're around people there's you know what you want what you want to say but like you have to also um, be aware of the, sort of the vibe. You have to be aware of where other people might coming from. And so the, there's an imbalance there. And that creates a lot of lag time for me when it comes to sometimes responding to certain things or like sometimes I'll be overly cautious about what I say because it's taken me forever to like really FE well enough to be like, okay, what's appropriate here? And um, so, yeah, I would say in social situations in general, that's like the where the, a lot of the lag time comes for me. That's so interesting. How about you, Daniel? Uh, about lag time, there's yeah. there's there's um, very little. I prefer to narrow that lag time to as close to zero as possible. <laughs> um, no, it's just a matter of I want to take action. It's my driving force behind almost everything that I do. Is I want to have either be reacting to or take action on something. Um, so it's it's all about the constant change and reacting and adapting to it in the concrete world around me. Um, if I have to delve into TI, um, then I like to make that like an, an action in and of itself, right? Like 
okay, I'm going to go research this thing. I'm going to get the books. I'm, you know, like it's, it's an activity. It's not just a process. So it's, um, you know, that's, I don't like lag time. If you decide to do something, let's just do it. Okay. Like, like if this is a good idea, let's make it happen. I don't want to sit and wait and, you know, I just don't. So yeah, I, I don't, prefer lag time i get antsy if i'm sitting there waiting on things to happen I'm like come on let's let's go I'm like the dog waiting for a walk or something i don't know <laughs> i wonder if that's another reason why um you see people to be slow because you you want it to like take action right away so you're even more aware of when things are acting very slowly <laughs> yeah so how probably. about you dave do you really uh, don't really <clears throat> so no, engaging TI is not so is not really an action. It's like what's going on all the time. So it's not really. <laughs> what was cool about what he said, and I think that it brought a lot of clarity to me, like how IST or how ESTPs work, because it is like action oriented. What action do we take next? Where it's me, it's like I'm kind of thinking, okay, what logically makes sense? Okay, does it make sense to take an action right now? Okay, I'll do it. But typically, I am more prone to taking action than not. But I'm not. I think on his level where he can just. At react to stuff and action, action, action here. There's a lot more laziness with me where I'm like, okay, I should do it. Okay, this is something I need to do. I have to do it right now. But like, you know, you know, what would be more logical if I just ordered a pizza and like maybe had a beer? That sounds much better than doing it. <laughs> I think, now I think you're just touching on being a perceiver because I would totally order a pizza over like cooking. Like, maybe that's just, all. It's just more fun. It's just more fun. You know, like it's all about maximizing the enjoyment of the moment. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so silly. You know, I had an ESTP friend and at like 12 a.m. He, he bought a pizza and he brought it back. And I'm like, why did you buy a pizza and buy it back? And he's why like, not? why not? So we were at all you can eat right before. Okay, okay. So that, okay that is a little strange. I guess he's still hungry. I mean, you can, you can never be too prepared, though. I mean, pizza's good at any time, so... Yeah, that's what he was using like, as an eye and planning for later when you guys. Yeah, he's the moment. Eat, so. <laughs> you know. But he, like, I find with my ESTP friend, like, he'll bring random things, like random spoils that he, like, from his uh, endeavors, like this, like, popcorn or this um, cookies that he got from downstairs. And he's like, oh, yeah, I, I thought about seizing the moment because it seemed pretty yummy. And then we have all these random goodies in our, like, hotel room because he's just collect, like, he's collecting them. <laughs> and experiencing them all and experimenting with it all. <laughs> Sounds like a good friend to have. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So, cool. How experimental are you, Dave? It's a bit of an abstract question. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, this is where we run into the problem of Joyce being a NI Dom and us, you know, <laughs> having that lower on our, you know, yeah. Yeah, sure. But they make you think, though, which is good. Yeah. 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 So it's like, and it makes me engage my own NI too, as well. So it's like, it's hard to, mm, not as experimental as probably you would think. I think, I think, in, I think TI plus N, whether it's NI or NI, I think tends to be a more, experimental because they're always kind of looking for the pattern looking for okay how does this work what's gonna what's it gonna do this time um so i don't i wouldn't say i'm as, as experimental as you would as you would think for an istp but i do like experiment when i have to and it's usually in a very brute force sort of way 
or I try this, okay, that doesn't work. I try that, okay, that doesn't work. Okay, I try that. Instead of like kind of really focusing on the pattern of like, okay, why is this happening? Why am I like, is this not working? And that's, I'm just like, okay, that A doesn't work, B doesn't work, C doesn't, okay, D work, okay, I'll just do D now. But I'm not really looking at why, why, why does D work? I am a little bit, but not as much as I should. So there's like, we have, I think our own way of experimenting. Usually it is through firsthand like SC experience, trying to figure stuff out instead of really theorizing on like, okay, um, instead of experimenting with your head as much as you probably would from like a, from an intuitive, I guess. Um, that's but, so interesting. So Daniel, I have a question for you. What was the deciding factor for you between ICP and ESTP? Like what did Susan say, like the reason why? Well, a, a large part of it comes down to how action oriented I am how that's my focus, that's the first thing I want to go to, um, as opposed to the analysis side of things. Um, you know, I, I for a while wondered if I was ISTP because I'm not a super social person, right? Like I enjoy my time when I'm social, but I'm not gonna constantly seek out, you know, like, like a lot of the descriptions are ESTPs are party animals and just constantly have to be around people and, you know, seeking that out. And, and it wasn't like that for me. But then, you know, once you get to understand that we're not just looking at being extroverted, but extroverted sensing. So it's all about um, taking in the data, the concrete data of the world around me and my relationship to it. That made a lot more sense because that is what I do. That is kind of a constant thing for me is um, seeing it, recognizing it, adjusting myself to it. Um, and it's, it's effortless. It's not something I think about. Um, and she, even my wife, I mean, she's sits there and wonders like, now is, has he practiced like doing these things physically or is the, is he trying to show off? And it's like, it's just my way of interacting with the world around me. If I'm putting the dishes way out of the dishwasher, if I have a plastic cup, I'm flipping it around on the way to put it in the cupboard just because it's something to do. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, can I, can I catch it the right way up? Can I, and just constantly in that mode. Um, so, you know, you put all those things together and I think it's pretty clear that I am ESTP and not ISTP. Interesting. So I have a question with some ESTPs. I noticed that they're very touchy with their surroundings. Like I know this um, ESTP, like he just likes to feel the things in his environment or he'll like there when he hands gum to people, he'll touch the gum while to give it to you. Cause there's a type of um, not, not all ESTP, not all ESTPs, but that this specific subtype of ESTP will like, because it, there's a kinesthetic um, enjoyment, I think maybe from the touch and feel of it that he doesn't realize that he's putting that extra step that, uh, to give it to you through his hand, but it's like, um, but it, it's not all ESTPs, but it's like an example of how there's the kinesthetic first, and then there's the, like, in, in the actions that they do. So, but I'm wondering if a way to draw a difference between ESTP and ISTP is through Dave's superpowers and his, um, is your biggest life fix uh, chaos and control, or is it people and the tribe and self? So, Dave, do you want to go a bit into your tribe and self struggles, maybe? Um, yeah, sure. <clears throat> so a lot of the, the, I guess the biggest rut that we get into, uh, we being the other ISTP clones out there, um, is that we're like kind of, we're kind of following our own logic so much that eventually um, 
that tends to piss people off. And it's kind of like, um, it's not that we're like jerks or anything like that. We're, it's just, you know, I think that's a stereotype that we're just assholes, but I, I don't think that necessarily applies. I think a lot of ICPs actually come off really sweet for the most part. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's just a lot of things that we do that over time tend to annoy people. So like some examples of that are just like canceling on stuff, which a lot of types can, can, um, can identify with sure, but we do that a lot. And just, and just little, little jabs here and there. Like if we, if I grab, if I, Buy, buy everyone some beers, which I probably wouldn't do that because I'm an ICP, so they also buy them. I would open my own beer before opening everyone else's, which isn't a big deal. But you do enough of those little things over time, and people are kind of um, are kind of put off by it. So like a lot of so that sort of tidal wave that builds up over time eventually comes and rains down on you. At one point, you're like, okay, where are my friends at? Why is everyone mad at me? I didn't do anything. Are oh, you mad at me because this one little thing I did? Like I don't get it. I'm like no, like you've been kind of just doing this for a long time and, and we're, we're tired of it. So, um, so that's like, yeah, the kind of one thing that we see a lot and, um, and just, we, we're not using FE enough to really kind of understand other people's place. Sometimes we can do it, but we're not doing it enough sort of automatically to where we don't, can't really gauge people very well. And we only know our own problems and it becomes like a kind of a very lonely sort of spot where you're like, I'm, I'm, bad at this and I suck at this and this is bad and this is not correct and whatever and like oh they seem to be doing fine everyone else is doing great but me I'm just in this you know in this um, in this crap pile just me because you're not looking anymore you're not paying attention anymore. you only pay attention to you because that FE is so low um, yeah I hope that answered your question I feel like I just kind of rambled there but that's uh, that's interesting oh no that was perfect I was wondering okay. Daniel do you relate do you differ in some way so um, the fixation I mean, for, I'm... oh, sorry. Um, no, so the fixation ahead. for EPs and IJs in Dave's superpower system is control and chaos. So I'm wondering, um, what is your relationship with chaos, uh, Daniel? Um, I guess it depends on the type of chaos, right? Mm -hmm. Like um, if I'm only responsible for myself in the chaos, I'm perfectly fine with it. I'll just carve out my little niche of where I want to be and I'm good. Who cares what else is going on? I'm, I've got myself under control, mm -hmm. right? Like, like self-control and being able to be in control of my physical uh, actions and, mm -hmm. and reactions to things is very important to me, mm -hmm. um, regardless of the chaos that's around me. I don't mind, you know, um, I mean, I was in the military for 11 years, deployed, doing convoys multiple times, um, and that can get super chaotic. It doesn't freak me out. I just react how I know I need to do for what I should do um, and get through it. Now, if I'm responsible for controlling other people's chaos, I hate that. Right? Like, um, I, like I mentioned before, we've got five kids. Things get chaotic here. I don't like that kind of chaos. Right? I'm very much a, like, a, okay, I'm going to just lock this whole thing down and, and, stamp out all the like everybody go to your room sit on your beds and and like close your eyes and and just breathe so i can handle each thing one at a time right because i'm responsible for it um i'm responsible for them and their reactions and teaching them and train and so while i love being a dad right and i love taking care taking these opportunities to teach them when they all need something at once it's overwhelming so that's that's maybe kind of my difference in in that realm. 
Yeah, so you, you put a lot of good points, Daniel. You talk about like how East TPs might have a proclivity towards being like a, a headfront warrior. Like so if your kids are reacting, like your response is to be like a headfront warrior and to mm -hmm. just like be proactive about it. whereas like an ice TP might be a slight like delayer. But I find like the EI gap sometimes closes as people age and it's kinda like something they grow into. Like it's mm -hmm. the easiest one to yeah, <laughs> if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, but, um, I relate a little bit to what Dave was talking about, especially when I was younger um, and hadn't developed my FE as much. Um, like, just I went from in the military being a low rank and being the grunt and doing all the physical work to, you know, making sergeant and being put in an office position where I really had to engage my TI a lot more. And in doing that, I would point out where everybody else was wrong or the mistakes they made and how it affected the whole office we had to be in. And it made a lot of people mad, right? Because they'd been in there a lot longer than me and they didn't like being told that they're wrong and then actually being wrong. You know what I mean? Like, like by some, by a junior person. So I do kind of relate to that, that low level FE or, or the lack of development of it. And that interaction, it's not that I was wrong. It's not that I shouldn't have pointed it out, but just being like, no, you did that wrong. It should have been this way, rubs people the wrong way. Yeah. And, you know, so that's something that, that, you know, as he was talking about just the little things that yeah. can build up, um, you know, I related to that definitely, especially when I was younger, before that yeah. FB developed more. It could be, um, not to get too OP nerdy, but it could be like a DI savior thing. So someone who has TI as a savior could mm -hmm. have these type of problems with being too self above tribe at times. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So I'm still trying to draw that distinction between ISTP and ISTP. Um, I'm wondering, Dave, do you have anything to add um, that like maybe you see a difference between these two types? Um. Yeah, that's yeah. There's not like a like a huge uh, distinction. I don't think. Like, it could also relate to how he likes chaos, but not people chaos so much. Like, that's not. Yeah, that's that throws another element in there. Like, same. I'm okay with 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 chaos, and um, and I'm okay with with things being a little controlling sometimes more so than an ESTP. But I think yeah, one of the big things is I feel like ESTPs are very quick to feel like they're being their freedom's been reduced somehow by little mm -hmm. things, even like driving, like if somebody's going slow in front of them, if you're blocking me here, what are you doing? I need to drive fast, like what are you doing? Why are you in the left lane? Whereas ICPs, we have that too, like, you know, but probably not as much though. I think that's that's another thing. I think we we can kind of get with by with routine maybe a bit easier, and I think ESTPs find that deeply offensive sometimes. Um. Yeah, other than that, it's really hard to draw a line between the two types, I think, because like we, we both have the same problems, but it's just like those problems are a little more intense on one side than the other. But we have the same ones, I think. So, yeah, it's tough to draw uh, differences there, I think. Well, Dave, wow. I think you mentioned something interesting when you said you might have a little easier time with like routine. And I was mm -hmm. thinking about it because, I mean, your your uh, uh, judgment function dominant, whereas an ESTP is a sensor or a uh, perceiver dominant and a perceiver. So it's like ESTPs are all about just the freedom and the flexibility of the moment to moment, probably more so than an ISTP would be. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. I need some sort of routine to keep me sort of anchored because I know like if I don't have something, then 
<clears throat> bad things happen. So I have to have a very minimal amount, like very as minimal as I can get it. Sure. But I have something just to yeah. keep me from floating off into the into the neither. So that is so fantastic. So Daniel, do you have anything to add to that? <laughs> I mean, I think um, I think Dave's right as well that it is it's going to be the nuances that are going to distinguish the differences between ISTP and ESTP, yeah. um, and you have to be familiar with the functions to see the difference in the nuance because there will be a lot of similarities uh, between them. I mean, just as closely as those functions are in placement between mm -hmm. the two of them is pretty crazy. Um, mm -hmm. Another reason, for instance, that I thought I was an ISTP before is when I was younger, I used to sit and read through encyclopedias and just gather that data and information because it was fascinating. I could flip through, find something interesting and read all about it. You know, and that's not something you would typically think of an ESTP being like drawn towards, but I would spend, you know, hours doing it just because my TI wanted that, that satiation. Yeah. So <laughs> need to know about this random gecko in the Amazon rainforest. Yeah, I don't know why. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. one, um, one, I think interesting thing is like the, the problems that I'm having now are going to be like the problems that that Daniel had um, when he was a bit younger, like what he touched on earlier about FE. And the problems that he's going to have now are the problems that I had when I was a bit younger. So we still have the same set. They just happen in different kind of timing. Ways. Yeah. And that might be a good way to distinguish between them too, is what, not just what you're good at, but what problems are you having will also show where your weaknesses lie. Because yeah. I have a terrible time with, with using my NI, right? Like it's so, so low for me that it's like, exhausting and painful to try to drag it up and really focus on it and to, to use it in any way that's even practical. I feel like if I try to use my NI, the projections and, and, and the, you know, what it draws out are inaccurate. Okay. Yeah, it, it could be a possibility, but it's just wildly inaccurate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can relate to that too. Sometimes it's like, uh, especially when there's not enough like SE data there, you kind of like, you go to the worst conclusion that's not yes. not very likely, but since your NI is not like strong enough, you kind of like, oh, it could be this. No, it's going to be this. I'm going to die. <laughs> so would you clearly, say I have cancer. <laughs> you know, right. something like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, would you guys say like having NI lower down or having it as a demon would cause you to be a little more paranoid about it or draw incorrect conclusions? Because I find like that's SE wants to like quickly get to something. And if you quickly use NI, then sometimes you get to the wrong NI conclusion. Does that make sense? Because mm -hmm. NI is like a slow processing and you have mm -hmm. to like really like sit and like mull over it. Um, yeah, I've, I've found that I'll have like, um, like if, if I'm using NI to, to kind of figure out, to, to draw a conclusion on something where I don't have all the data, there'll be, I'll know the right one. I'll know the most likely one. I'll know it's there, but I, I can't, I can't trust that though, because it's not built up. I can't trust that function enough to be like, okay, this is what's happening. Oh, it's no big deal. They're not mad at you. They'll call you tomorrow or whatever. It's like, no, they hate me because it's something <laughs> I said earlier. <laughs> like, even though it's, no, that's, that's probably not right. I know this <laughs> is the right way, but I just, I can't trust it because I don't, I don't trust that function. You know what I mean? So. Interesting. Okay. When you said that, it seemed like it was tribe oriented too. So it was like oh, a fear, yeah, always, a fear that the tribe would hate <laughs> There's never like pure NI problems, like especially like there's never like um, like planning problems or things like that. It's it's only with FE that they get together and then it doesn't 
doesn't work out so well. <laughs> but with like NI with good. TI, there's no no really issues there, like figuring out that stuff. But yeah, interesting. NI, like it's not a good function with with people. Interesting. Um, so yeah. awesome. So Daniel, when you make um, NI conclusions, does it normally include people and what they think of you, or is it about other things? Um. My my FE is still low enough that I don't often worry about what people think of me. Um, <laughs> you know, so it's usually situational, like what action should I take to make this specific outcome, right? Because being SE dominant, I like to take a step, make an adjustment, take the next step, make an adjustment, take the next step, and not be like, here's the end step I want to be at, so my first step needs to be this, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's, I very much want to take, like you were talking about at the beginning, I want to take advantage of an opportunity in front of me and then see where I am in relationship to that end goal and make the adjustment as opposed to just ignoring an opportunity that might not get me anywhere close to where I want to be. Okay. That is so interesting. So Dave, would you say that your NI like conclusions are more about like tribe and how they feel about you or because I'm trying to see if there's a self and tribe fixation within mm -hmm. your conclusions for the Dave yeah. superpower system. Yeah, it's only it's usually only wrong or I'm scared of it being wrong with tribe situations when it comes to like stuff that's not tribe, like if I'm figuring out a system or if I'm figuring out the next steps to take or I'm figuring out a way to learn something or I'm figuring out anything that's not like people related in the relationship to me. Then I feel very, I feel confident with it. And there's not like, you know, sometimes I'll get like, you know, a kind of a list of possibilities. And there might be one that I'm like, I hope it's not that one. But I'm not like, you know, veering off into that one. I can be like, mm -hmm. eh, I hope it's not this one. I think it's probably this one. I'll go with this mm -hmm, one. Mm -hmm. but people stuff, even though it's probably this one, I'm still going to pick this stupid one over here that scares the shit out of me. That <laughs> That's interesting. Wow. Um, so how about Daniel? Do you ever fret about? you and your relationship with people or no very very rarely oh, okay that's a clearer distinction there okay yeah it, it would be um very minimal and it would have to be an important relationship um like somebody in my immediate or you know like my parents and sisters nucleus family kind of thing like if it's outside of that um it's it's going to be low on my priority to, to be concerned or worried about. That's awesome. Okay, so I think there's a clearer differentiation with this question because it seems like Dave, what he gets fixated on is like people, self and tribe, which is what Dave Superpowers says. And with Daniel, it, he's like less, you know, killing himself over that. And Daniel is more about the chaos and control and understanding his relationship with that. So that seems like one distinction that we were able to draw. But you guys yeah, yeah. are like wells of wisdom. Like, I'm so glad you came on. Like, you guys are so smart and you guys offer like very tactical knowledge. And you guys are just so self-aware. You guys uh, bring like clarity to this differentiation. You guys like dispel stereotypes by, you know, coming on and saying your truth. So I like thank you a million times for that. And you guys are just very, um, I don't know, you guys are very brilliant sensors. And I feel like sensors, they get a rap for like, I don't know, sometimes there's a bias, an intuitive bias in the community, but you guys show how brilliant, um, smart, um, well, um, well knowledge. <laughs> okay, now I'm making up words to just compliment you guys. But no, you guys- keep going. Keep going. Yeah, I know, I'm, I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> 
But I feel like you guys get to the point like no other. Like in three minutes flat, we summarized the main points about like the like what you guys thought, and I was like, that's so concise. Like with my other type talk videos, I have some guests that like they they talk around a point for forty five minutes and they still haven't like talked about it. So you you guys are both great at uh, addressing like the actual point. So I like thank you a million times for that. It, it's the sensor superpower, and it's also like the NI and the TI. It's just so great. That you guys like really slice slice to the heart of the thing. So like thank you so much for coming on. And guys, Dave has a YouTube channel, and you know if he ever wants to post, he should. But he has two videos up, so you guys can also yeah, I got, I got something that. Yeah, yeah, that's so, much content as I would like. But. Yeah, and you guys should like totally like and su subscribe to his channel and to my channel. And Daniel Storm has the channel for his website, but I feel like his website is more the main focus, and it's like um, for now. And it seems like I'll, I'll link it below too, though. And it seems like uh, he has an amazing website with Susan Storm called Psychology Junkie. And if you guys don't already know about it, or like even if you do know about it, you still go and check it out. It's like full of gold, and like you will not regret going down that website because it'll enrich you, and and it's just you know amazing to support Daniel. You should totally support Daniel. So definitely, <laughs> it's it's my wife's thing. I'm just the sidekick. I'm just like the, the 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 freak show on the side, the ESTP that actually knows something about typology. You know. It's, <laughs> So it's it's totally her baby. She's done more of the work than I can ever claim. So yeah, yeah. It, it's Susan's and I baby. But it's like if you found these people intriguing, like Dave and Daniel intriguing, you should totally check out their stuff. Um, and if you like this video, like and subscribe. And I know that it's in quarantine time and that we might be like a little tense. And I hope you guys just are able to find a centered time during this hectic period. And I wish you all the best. Um, and bye guys. <laughs> all right. Thanks for having us, Joyce. Bye. Thanks for watching. <laughs>